The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Welcome to the Comic Book Rundown. And welcome to another episode of Comic Book Rundown. I'm your host, Joe, and with me as always is my co-host, Ron. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Had a pretty good uh, D&D session. Yeah, you made my uh, girlfriend cry. Thanks for that. Dude, all right. Look, if I'd have known she was going to be that, uh, like, I felt <laughs> bad. I felt terrible. Like, uh, I mean, it was just an imaginary character yeah, that you guys completely ruined her life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I felt bad. <laughs> Yes, cry, that is that is the uh, the see. I am a great storyteller. I make people sad. <laughs> Wait, well, and and that one in particular, like I don't, I forgot how what we did. Yeah, I, I forgot that we went back and ransacked the the the, the store. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I kind of want to blame uh, Balin for that one, but I think I'm the one that rolled the deception. You did. Yes. Yes. So uh, you actually, you and um, uh, Giovanni were the uh, deception, and uh, uh, one of you got the first one for uh, her to believe they were the jewels, and then the other one got the one for the guards to believe that it was her that uh, was trying to sell you guys the jewels. Uh, Yeah, we did bad. That was also like six years ago. So again, I don't remember it. Murder hobos. Mm. (laughs) Oh, we definitely. Yeah. No. We'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll fix that. I'm going to try and fix that, even though I know she's dead. Honestly, I thought, when you said there was just like a charred remain, like a charred spot, I thought it was... Uh, she had escaped again? Yeah, I thought it was a Wanda Maximoff thing <laughs> from Doctor Strange that she's dead, air quotes, dead, but she's gone and she'll come back at some point in the future. Uh, didn't think she actually was dead. So Well, there you go. Look at you guys taking out bad guys. That aren't actually bad guys. Yeah. They're actually just people that... that we're, uh... we're the bad guys. <laughs> hey, I'm going to hear about that later. I know I am. <laughs> Give her a hug for me and tell her I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Anyways, but today... Yeah, so we are uh, covering more of the boys. The next volume. Volume four? Sure. Yeah, because... Yeah, it's yeah. the second half of my second. Yep. Yeah, so volume four. Uh, which is called... What was it called now? Uh, we Got to Go Now. Uh, and we are going to be covering issues 23 through 30, pre- you know, put out by Dynamite Comics. Dynamite. In 2008, 2009. I forgot how old these are. Right? Well, and I was talking to Simon when he was leaving. Like, now that we have read all of them, coming back and rereading them to cover for this, I see things that I didn't see uh-huh. before. Which, I mean, that's, a, that's, that's a good normal. point of, yeah. of story, you know? The uh, foreshadowing that you don't know is foreshadowing correct. until after you've shadowed the shadow, and then now the four is four, and the shadow is shadowed. The fact you got through that in a coherent sentence is pretty good. So, yes. The, Words aren't always hard, guys. <laughs> have you listened to us? 
I said they aren't always hard. Okay. Uh, the writer is Garth Ennis. The art was done by Derek Robertson and John Higgins. The colors by Tony Avina. And letters by Simon Boland. Uh, so, yeah, we start out with this going out. We, uh, we, we're in a warehouse with some... Some fl- dudes that are loading up some fucking heavy artillery. Yeah. A lot which, of it. I mean, we say that only because it's going to be important later. Yeah. Um, which, you know, wild. Like, the, the guy even says, like, what the hell do they need all this for? They aren't even taking any little guns. This is all, like, massive, ridiculous... Yeah. Flamethrowers, flame rocket launchers. Yeah. Not even M16s. It's like, what was it, like saws or whatever? Yeah. I don't know what those are, but... Um, I'd say... Uh, um, is it like the like a heavy gun? Yeah, it's, it's like the, the kind of have like the whole boxes of ammunition that, you know... Ah, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know my guns. Think, think like um, Jesse the Body Ventura in um, uh, Predator. Gotcha. Okay. To be honest, I've never actually seen Predator. What? I know. Is that one of them? I've only seen, like, bits and pieces. Is that one of them we have to watch for the... Technically, yes. Well, maybe, yes. I don't know. I didn't put it on the list, because uh, I wasn't sure. Because if we throw that and Aliens on there... That's a whole other, like, 20 movies. Put, well, <laughs> yes, but before we get to Willow, it's only, like, three. Gotcha. So it's going to push Willow back. I mean, back. technically, Willow's a Marvel uh, comic. So therefore, it should have been our marvelous, and we should have already covered it. But uh, hmm. I'm pretty sure Marvel. technically Star Wars is Marvel, so we gotta put. See, you're just, you're Star- just way off. I mean, look, we already said we're gonna do a year of Star Wars, so we'll do that. Yeah, well, okay. Um, the question is, when we do that, do we do them in canonical order, or do we do them in chronological we, order? We do them in the release order. Okay, I love that because then we get to watch the good ones, then the mediocre ones, and the bad ones. And then good content in between. Oh. Well, because you also have, yeah, so you also have like the Clone Wars and Solo oh, and yeah. Rogue One. Are we are we counting the shows and stuff? No, Cause but those are Clone oh, Wars. Oh, the, the movie. Clone Wars movies. Yeah. Okay, I watched that I, one in theaters, but dude, I hate that animation style so much. It got better as the years progressed. Like season seven. No, no, no. The show I liked. The movie. Like the the it's animated the same animation. No, you're thinking of the previous Star Wars, the the Clone Wars, the uh, the one that looked like Samurai Jack. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a TV show. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, the which I have in all combined in a movie form. I think that's how I watched it. Yeah, because I think I let you borrow those. No, the first the Star Wars Clone Wars movie was. The first thing that came out before the show, the 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 newer show, because the first one, the Jendi, oh, how you spell last name Tedeschi, I think is how it is, um, Samurai Jack style. Yeah, that came out in like two thousand three, just before. See, that's the thing. I love Samurai Jack or Revenge of the Sith, but I hated the Star Wars in that. Really? But yeah, I don't know why, but it just. It just set wrong with me somehow for some reason. Interesting, because I loved it. I just, I, I think I loved it because there were only like five, ten minute episodes that because okay, I watched them air. Yeah, that's on fair. Cartoon Network. That also might be why I hated it because I watched it all together and it just like it was it, stupid breaking, like, okay. stupid breaks in the movie, and that would make yeah. more sense. Um, but yeah, no, there was a movie before because this, let's see, that one was called The Clone Wars, 
Or was that one called Clone Wars? I think that one's Clone Wars. Okay, yeah. So, and then the newer one is called The Clone Wars. Yeah. And that came out in 2005? Seems legit. It came out just before the series started. And that one was in theaters. Maybe it was 2007. Whatever. Um, And that was the prelude into the show. Okay. That lasted seven seasons. Yeah. Well, five. Yeah. The lost seasons. And then Disney Plus got... Yeah, anyway. Hey, back to the boys. (laughs) So, Um, yeah, warehouse full of uh, Warehouse full of stuff. How the hell did we... Oh, Predator. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn. Um, We do get the scene... Seven degrees of Star Wars. Yeah, well, we're getting there. Um, There's there's a scene here with... I mean, the scene with Butch or um, Huey and, and Annie... We're I'm, whatever it's them them being it's them being all mushy and stuff yeah uh, but this one and right then here of course you you've got uh, uh, so I think this is like a, a Harry Potter book it's uh, Huey and the Blood Jizz Door the because I, I know all right real we quick, find pause. out who it is later yeah that, that's what I was just gonna say I I hate the fact that I know what it is now and that just makes it all the worse yeah again that goes back to. Since we've yeah. read it and now we know, we can go back. Like I, I don't remember the resolution, but I remember who it is. Which is just, I mean, yeah. I think we talked about it last time. Like, my dude, get, get yourself looked at. You got blood in your semen. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Um, but Butcher and Rayner, director Rayner, are talking <laughs> because talking. Well, they they are they talking, are talking yeah. at the moment. Um, in this this diner and Monkey the Dirty Purse <laughs> have to be outside. Um, but Rainer wants Butcher and the boys to look into the G Men because Silver Kincaid just wa- killed herself, wound up dead in this city, this random town. Yeah, um, out of nowhere. Uh, starts with a C. I don't. I didn't care enough. Yeah, same. I mean, Mother's Milk. Mm, we'll be going there eventually. Cranbrook. Okay. And so Rainer's like... I don't understand her name and what it has to do with her powers. Uh, I don't understand half these guys' name. G-Men. And hell, even some of the G-Force and G-Style and... Yeah, G-Money and... No, wait, that's a different... But like, I don't... Yeah. G-Wiz. G-Wiz. The G Wiz doesn't even like. I mean, I guess because they'd be teenagers, they should be little kids though. With G Wiz, well, that's so. what the pre Wiz are. Yep, pre Wiz is like where you're waiting in line and trying to get your belt undone and have to <laughs> pee and. Oh. Um, but there was the report came in that Silver Kincaid killed herself, and Rainer's like, "You need to go look at the G Man. We need to figure out what's going on. Like, and, and now this is a big problem." Rainer found out. Afterwards, because Vault got to her before the uh, CIA got to her. Yeah. And she was like, which is really weird because they would have had to have known it was happening as it was happening for them to get to it before we got to it. And then they gave them uh, fake IDs that were supposed to be our IDs so they could take the body away. Yeah, so it's it's all big problematic. Fucking Vault American. This is what happens when rich people have too much power. Well, oh, gee, I wonder what that's like. Well. It's almost like real life. But anyways... He starts talking shit to Rainer, and then he bangs her in the bathroom because... I do want to point out the disappearing table. Because they are... You see a scene of with them sitting in this booth, like, separated, with a table in between them. And then the very next panel, they are closer? So what happened was... Uh, 
Cart logic. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, what, see, I, when I was looking at that, all I was thinking was, God damn, Butcher's got really long arms. Sure, but he's also, like, still leaning that's, back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, he's, like... Yeah, he's he's stretching yeah, underneath. He's to... got uh, Reed Richards' arms going on there. Apparently. You know, we don't know what his power... No. <laughs> <laughs> he does have the... What, what, what's Compound the V. Compound V, yep. Oh, which is probably a, a thing to say right now. This story arc uh, is allegedly what the uh, spinoff... The boys' TV spinoff is going to be about. It's going to be about. Um, it's called Gen V, and it's going to be like a college of superheroes. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I thought it was supposed to come out the, in you know this month in May, but apparently I was wrong. It's it's supposed to be in twenty twenty three sometime. Oh, okay. Just I don't know when. It's supposed to be. It's supposed we'll to be. Also, this probably I probably, I should have said it a little bit ago, but we're. I know the episode already has an explicit tag on it. There is going to be some very graphic things coming up. Extra explicit Toward stuff. the end that um, you're a little squeamish. Just give you a heads up right now. We, we'll, we'll give you another warning before it happens and you can skip ahead of the time. But, uh, oh boy, just be prepared. Yeah. Um, so we got the boys basically doing the rundown of what G-Men are and how many. Like there's like apparently 80 some members of this group and it's all headed headed by uh this guy named uh, godolkin john godolkin yeah. yeah um and so yeah basically all of G- the g-men themselves bring in the money they are um i'm not gonna say for profit but they're they because they there's franchise. so many yeah there's a there's a franchise there's so many teams they're they're diverse they've got they what does it say that they get uh, over a billion dollars annually from their comic book sales alone yeah and that's not to mention any of their exploits going out and doing stuff um but the big thing is is because Silver K passed away uh the G-men are going to be holding soon a like a memorial service yeah plus there is an opening sort of um <laughs> that one that butcher is able to get the man on the inside yeah and, and who that man is you ask oh it's it's huey and he's not not oh, happy God. about it no i wouldn't be happy about it either yeah that outfit is just terrible but we don't get to that yet what well, look we're, we're doing the new stuff we yeah, can know, jump that's around true. that's true but yeah, so now we can jump back to this fun little scene. So, uh, yeah, Starlight finds out that uh, you know Maeve's got some uh, on-call call boys, which isn't the first time. I think uh, we've seen it a few different times already. Yeah, we have. I think this is the first time that Starlight is seen. Okay. Um, and then uh, we get a uh, a call to uh, Homelander. Uh, Hi, is Mister Wall there? No. Who is this? Well, what about Mrs. Wall? Is she there? No. Are there any walls there? No. Look, you've got the wrong. Then how the fuck does the roof stay up, douchebag? <laughs> and this is this is this is a crank call to Homelander. Well, it's crank call to the seven. Yeah, Homelander is the one that picked up. Yeah, and he like starts going fucking crazy. He's trying to find out who it was, and then it's got uh, the number block on it. 
And uh, so he, you know, in true Homelander fashion, crushes the phone and throws a fit. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty fun. How do they keep getting our number? <laughs> just prove that this is not just a one-off event. It happens know, constantly. Which is great. It's it's terrible. Uh, then, yeah, so we get here yeah, with his terrible yeah, costume. Was What, Bagpipes, I think his name is? His name is a Bagpiper, but I don't see what this has to do with Bagpipes at all, except for it's the... Well, because he's Scottish... Right? Yeah, he's Scottish. Yeah. Uh, and then the colors, I guess. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, But there's not even, like, you know, bagpipers normally wear, like, you know, the kilts and... Sure, but I'm going to go the color scheme. Um, it is the Irish flag, I think. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, but, it doesn't But le- the legend even says later on when Butcher goes to talk to him about, yeah, he's he's shite as an Ameri- for an uh, American accent, so... Yeah, so he had to do I had something. to do something. Yeah. yeah. That's all I can do. Um... Because what ends up happening is he goes to Animal House. No, wait. Well, I mean, sort of. I mean, he gets into G Wiz, which is basically like this frat house of these 17, 18 year olds, give or take. I, I, I mean, these guys have been together since they were kids. Yeah. Um, they formed, they were the pre Wiz and they formed G Wiz. And then from here, we find out later on in the story that they will get separated into the other G groups. Yep. Which, um, basically, the G-Men are basically like the Dirty X-Men. They're, yeah, they're the top. They're, I mean, Dirty X-Men actually is probably a good comparison. Um, like, if the X-Men all hated each other and they were all terrible people with no morals, that's what the G-Men are. So it's kind of like... But the, is that the X-Men? They don't all hate each other. They actually do have some morals. Yeah. Some of them, you know, more than others, but... Whatever. <laughs> um, but no, but like, that's, I mean, that's what this whole thing felt like to me. It was what it was supposed to be like, you know. Ever... Well, especially, what was it? The the Hammerhawk or whatever his name is. The one with the, the sledgehammer Fist, hands. Yeah. Which, how the fuck is that a power? You know, I don't know. And then the the shaggy man looking guy who has boxing gloves on. Sasquatch with boxing gloves. Yeah, yeah. like, what, how is, what's I, up? I don't, I don't know. I, look, dude. I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't no. get how those are powers, considerable powers. Like, plus the the hammerhawk guy can't say it. All he says is gonna, gonna, gonna. But he's got like a Wolverine mask on, sort of. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It's silly. We do get Mother's Milk MM going to the city, the place where Kincaid or where yeah where Kincaid died. Silver Kincaid died. Um, Cranebrook. Thank you. And runs into the sheriff that saw her die, saw her kill herself. Uh, I do like how he's like, oh, fuck, not another one. Yeah, Cause, he's like... Because yeah. he's literally standing in the exact same spot, staring at the exact same building. And it's just like, oh, which, I, I I'd can't like deal with this. I'd like to know how M.M. knew which building it was, where exactly she was standing. The report's from Butcher, which is from Rayner. But did she have pictures and stuff in there? Well, the police report. Oh, I guess that's true, yeah. Cause, right, anyways, but yeah, the cop shows him, he's like, uh, you know, he, like, uh, M.M. shows him his ID, and he's like, well, he's like, you think I could get a look at that and, like, run your numbers because, you know, I've already... Just in case. Well, because he says, he's like, I'm kind of the cop that, you know, got uh, duped the last time uh, by the pretend CIA, yep. so I just want to make sure that, you know, everything's above the board this time because I don't want to be an ass twice. Yeah, and M.M.'s just like, yeah, sure, go ahead. Because he knows. I mean, he is... They are part of it, technically. Yep, they, they are. are. They're a clandestine operation, but hey, they're there. Um, 
we get the gee whiz toga party here, which is fucking gross. It, I mean, look, I've seen Animal House. And yeah. this is, Animal House is tame compared to this. Accurate. Because these guys. These guys are fucking something else. They, well, and like later on when they're during St. Patty's Day, they're out drinking, having a good old time. And they're pissing on the guy, like one of their own members. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, give me, piss on me. Uh, like, I mean, look, how is Golden that? Shower is good for you guys, whatever. It's not my kink. I'm not going to shame you for it. But, uh, but like, there's another point where Huey, they, they, was this, was his name Randall? Yeah. His name is, takes Huey to the, the jack off room. room, where it is all of their seats are all together and they watch porn and masturbate together. Yeah. Like, and I, we actually see it later where they're actually like, yeah. Jerking Huey. each other off and jerking off and like it's it's weird. And I, Huey's all like, "That's just straight porn. What's something's fucked up here?" Yeah. So it, it's I get these guys grew up together. I get these guys are pretty close. I'm sorry, Ron. I'm never gonna jack you off. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. What if a snake bites me right on the head of my penis and you have to suck out the poison? That sucks. <laughs> but do you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> As Joey spits water all over. You bastard. (laughs) No, but like, okay, like, I mean, understanding what they went through makes more sense with this kind of stuff because that's actually a trauma response type Mm -hmm. of deal. But, like, just going here, this is, like, I mean, Huey's got it right. Like, this is fucked up, you know? Yeah, this, this whole situation, I don't care how close these guys are to each other. That's weird. That's a lot closer than they should be. Yeah. Yep. So... We do get a scene here with the legend and Butcher talking. Um, I, the, Butcher is concerned a little bit about the papers, which you mentioned that the, the legend. Yeah, legend together. got him his, all his stuff together for Huey to sneak in. And legend's like, oh, it'll last for him at least two to three days. Yeah, because all, all Long they need to, to do. get in there, bug it, and get out. Yeah, get into the G-Men's mansion, bug Bug in, everything. bug it, and bug out. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um yeah, I, and then they're having a conversation. I, I think even Butcher says something along the lines of, uh, uh, what, what does he tell him? Uh, meant to say to you, by the way, nice one bring Huey up to date. Vaught and, and the Seven and all. Uh, Legend's like, I aim to fucking please. And then Butcher's like, long as you didn't uh, get sentimental or nothing. And go on too much about Mallory. And the legend gives him a look. Now, again, I've read everything. Yeah, so we know what happened with Mallory more than just what they've said happened with Mallory. Correct. Also, I forgot everything. That's fair. <laughs> it's been a minute since I read these. Yeah, uh, we we go back to MM and he's uh, you know, he's digging info through town. He gets the biggest fucking bottle of maple syrup I've ever seen. I can't remember. Is that for? That's not for him, is it? No. I think it's for. Frenchie, but I can't remember. I can't remember certain. either because I don't know if this ever actually. I don't think it does. Comes back. I, I don't think it does. We haven't read far enough ahead, and that was the first time reading it. It was just a detail. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, but it, I mean, this jug of maple syrup's half the size of his body. It is cute. Well, see, that's the funny thing because it, it is. It looks. It's way bigger on the counter than it is when he picks it up. That well, it looks similar to when we first see it on the counter versus the second time we see it on the counter. Yeah, but anyways, uh, and I'm just going through finding out more details about the town. Um, 
Like yeah, what? the the store that he that Silver Cave was looking at is this like thrift store. Yeah, and before that it used to be something, and then before that it was an ice cream. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Joe Kelly's grocery store, and before that it was Desano's ice cream. ice cream. Yeah. Uh, before that it was a bar. Uh, yep. So because yeah. the whole point is he was trying to figure out who Uncle Paul was. Yep. Because that's what Sil- that's what she said when she was looking at the store and then killed herself. Oh. I haven't seen that movie in forever. It's been a while. Yeah. Actually, it's been a long while. Tap? Ooh. Yeah. It's a comic book movie. It's it a counts. comic book movie. Hmm. Add it onto the list, Bucko. Well, I haven't gotten to that far. In the randos. In the, like, I think in the random. Yeah, anyway. We're getting Regardless. off of this um, We go back to the seven where um, Maeve has finished with her uh, delivery boys. Yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, I'm done with these if you want them. Talking to Starlight. And Starlight's like, uh, yeah, I'm good. no. Like, I, I don't. What? Why? What? Well, you know. And then Jack from Jupiter gets a phone call from G-Wiz. We find G- out this is What G-Wiz. is this? I don't know. It's just some kind of weird noise. And we go back to it and it's uh, um, Blochowski. Or Blochowski, yeah. Uh, ripping ass, in, which is disgusting, by God, the way. God, man. Like, yeah. I, I would not want to be the guys behind him. But again... They're that close. Yes. Yeah. And this is when Huey starts walking in. At the same time, over on the 7, this is when um, Annie, Starlight, is walking in on Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Suck my dick, jerk off from Jupiter. Homo <laughs> lander. <laughs> Put Maeve on. I want to come on her fucking tits. Basically, ultimately what happens is both of them grab the phone. Well, Huey gets the phone forced at him. Yeah. And uh, Starlight grabs the phone, which, okay, the picture of Starlight grabbing for the phone, does that not look like it's not her arm grabbing? Um, like. Kind of, sort of. It looks like, it looks like this. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, that, like, that. it threw me off because when I was when I first looked at it, I was like, who the fuck is behind her? Okay, and I was I like, oh, saying. wait. I was like, that's just her arm. Yeah, that's just bad art. Hate to say that, but. It happens. Yeah. I mean, everybody does it. Oh, yeah. Um, but. Uh, but it gets to the point where they both say something at the exact same time. And then they're both like, wait, what? It's like, that and they're be. like, no, no way. But the entire time that Huey is with G-Wiz, Frenchie and the female are. Uh, stakeout watching, yeah, it, making they, sure they're his, they're his guardian angel. Yeah, basically. they're making, making sure, sure that he gets he in is... trouble. He can get, they can get him out. Correct. Of and they are playing the most sad game of Scrabble I have ever heard, with words such as apocalypse, uh, infanticide, mouth rape, uh, egalicide, fratricide, um, despair. Uh, we get one good word, and that's liberty. Oh uh, no, that's. They spelled it wrong. It's French. Oh, okay. That makes sense. With the E and not the Y? Yeah. Okay. I could be wrong, though. Oh, I'm sorry. They're playing Scribble, not Scrabble. Well, yeah, because copyright. Yeah. But anyways, uh, and while they're talking, um, you know, Frenchie's trying to find something uh, to entertain the female. And uh, he's like, let's let's play a different game. This one's kind of, uh, you know, being a bad influence on you. <laughs> and then he, you know, she's like, paintball. And he's like, no, not paintball. I mean, she signs for it or whatever. Yeah. And he's never again, not after last time. <laughs> Which, fucking, every time Frenchie talks, it makes me want to know more about what the fuck he's talking about. 
And I don't know if he's just bullshitting stuff to make it sound more mysterious or if things have actually happened that mean something. I so considering... like the whole like the whole it wasn't Hiroshima, Huey, never Hiroshima. Like, what the fuck, dude? What does that have to do with anything at all that you guys were talking about? I don't know. Um, and, and then Huey does contact Frenchie. Uh, and basically, hey, we're going to go see Godolkin tomorrow. I'll be able to bug everything then. Um, and are we still on for that thing? And Fred's just like, yeah, everything's fine. And I'm assuming this is just him being able to get away to go see Annie. Yeah, that's what yeah. he was talking about. Because afterwards, you know, Frenchie's like, oh, you know, everybody deserves a little bit of love, you know, be able to scream and, you know, blah, 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 this and that. And uh, female's like, you know. Uh, Gotta look. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, butcher, uh, Mr. Charcuterie does not need to know. Yeah, so she didn't seem happy by that. Which yeah, is I, so, I don't know what's going on with that one. The the cru- the hand-crushing thing, she's holding on to the floor, which I guess would be the floor panel of the van yeah. that she crushes in her hand. Unless it's because uh, Frenchie, like, took off too quick to follow G-Wiz. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So, but she looked grumpy before that. Correct. So, so I think she's just she's upset. But yeah, G Wiz and the Wizmobile. <laughs> I actually don't know what it's called, but we'll go with that. It, I said it on the show, therefore it's canon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's. How uh, that works. But they go up to G Men Manor and they meet Godolkin and the rest of G Men, which I don't know why they're answering the door like this every single time, but it's just weird. Yeah, you know what it is. What's that? Uh, it's pandering. What? Yeah, one hundred percent that that way. And actually, I think Groundhog is supposed to be uh, making fun of Hawkman and not Wolverine. That's fair. Okay. Because the the face piece is definitely more. It's more hawk like than yeah, his... Hawkman. Uh... Yeah. And the fur. I don't fucking understand the sledgehammers. That, that's why he's Groundhog. He grounds them with his, uh, you know, hawk hands. Did we have this conversation before? Maybe. I'm getting a really big thing of deja vu. Dude, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. But anyways, we, we get the, uh, you know, wannabe X-Men out here. Yeah. The G-Men. Uh, so we move into the next issue. And we have uh, the man from Vought, which I think his name, this is Stillwell. Stillwell, yeah. And then this is. We, um, I don't know who this is. Yet. I, I thought it was, um, oh, God, I can't think of his name now. This The main dude from Vought. Uh, Edgar? Yeah. I don't think it's Edgar. No? No, especially since later on he's reading transcripts and it has, like, Mr. Edgar and oh, blah, 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 right. blah. I forgot about that. I could be wrong, but I don't think this is Edgar. Again, this goes back to, I don't remember, down the line? Yeah, well, that and they never give people's fucking names. Well, yeah, because like, this, this dude, whole time... Rainer's, the first time Rainer's name pops up... It's not until, like, the end of is, the first well, volume, I mean, right? Yeah, well, after after initially meeting her, like, when we see it on, like, the name tag or whatever, like, you don't see it again for, like, two volumes until... Uh, well, you don't see her again until, like, volume three. Well, that's not true. He bangs her in, like, every volume. When he sees her. Yeah, but you, that's what I'm saying. Like, he'll bang her, but you never get her name in those, like, sections where... So, like, that's why I every time I put her in my notes until I see her, like, remember her name, <laughs> I just write the one CIA lady or, you know... Which is fair. Which definitely is one of those things where fuckhole, whatever, she, you know. uh, she had a decent role in the show in season one, and then gets killed off at the beginning of season two. I'm like, oh, that's... Okay. She probably just didn't want to be on season two. Probably. I think that <laughs> actress herself 
has uh, she's been she's been in a lot of things. Yeah, I, I, I remember her from something. I can't remember what movies. Yeah, yeah, like TV shows and stuff. But <laughs> let's see, what's she in? I don't remember. Like, it, like I know she was in something. I think was she in National Treasure? Maybe. I think she was in National Treasure, like the second one. Maybe she was in the first one too. I don't know. She was one of the CIA agents that worked with um uh what's his name? Can't remember his name either. Either way. Um so these two are they're talking about Kadolkin, which they're talking around them. They're not actually saying his name. Yeah. But they're talking about well, they're, they're talking about trying to fix the situation because the situation control starting... to put some uh uh Limits on G-Force, yeah. basically. Well, they again, they never actually say anything. True. It's the situation's getting out of hand, uh, and we find out later when Stillwell is actually talking to Godolkin how out of hand it is. Um, but also, they're like, yeah, we need to... Uh, we Containment is, is, uh, is what we need to do. Like, yeah. We need to fix this because it's starting to get... Too big. It's, it's getting out of hand, and it needs to be contained before it can, you know, make things worse. Yeah. So, G- the G-Men, Huey gets into the G-Men's mansion, and... Um, Starts planting bugs. Yep. It, Literally, it's just, we do get the paperwork where he hands it to um, Godolkin, but then it Critter. gets handed to Critter. Which is the hairy dude with the boxing, boxing gloves. gloves. I, get, I don't fucking understand that. At first, I thought maybe he had, like, you know, stitches that he wasn't supposed to scratch. So they put, like, you know, like when you, uh... uh... Well, yeah, because he has the cone around his uh-huh. neck. But then later on, we don't see him with that cone, but he still has got the boxing gloves. Yeah. So, I don't I don't know. Who knows? But G-Wiz just starts giving him the tour around the house. Huey's planting the bugs everywhere he can. Um... You know, we're introduced to... I'm not going to bring up all the G-Men, because I don't give a no, shit. No, because they're, they're fucking they're useless chuds. They really are. Um, um, But we go back to M.M., and he's, you know, digging up more on... Trying to find out who Silver Kincaid was, and he's going through the files to find out, you know, who this Uncle Paul could have possibly been, and... Um, yeah, and everything. Um, As he's getting... He's talking to the, uh, the sheriff, and they're actually having a good rapport, which yeah. is nice. And, I mean, M.M. has always been a smart. A pretty chill dude, yeah. Uh, about how he conducts information. Yeah. Which is why, you know, he's the one that gathers information. Correct. Because he's the one that actually uh, has the um, personality to do so. Yeah. He's not crazy or a uh, fucking cunt or <laughs> um, terrified of his own shadow. Or... Well, Huey's getting better. Mm-hmm. But speaking of being terrified, as he's putting a bug in the bathroom... Uh, this character named Nubia, who we find out uh, is another one of the uh, resurrection things where they were killed. Yes. And... Uh, well, so about that, because this is part of what Rainer was talking to Butcher about. Yeah. Um, Kincaid stopped her heart or crushed her heart. So, OK, she did kill her. Yeah. And that's why she came back just like uh, Blarney Cock did and uh, Lamplighter. OK. Because the compound V was you know still enough in her to bring her back see i thought she just like stopped her stopped the heart for a second long enough to stop her what she was on some sort of a rampage yeah she was uh trying to just like she was going crazy yeah and i mean we find out why later but um i thought she just stopped her heart enough 
to calm her no, down. No, they said she crushed her okay. heart because her powers are like gravitational, like force. Gotcha. She smashed her. She splattered her own brains, and then like before that, she had uh, crushed her heart. Okay. With it. But again, Compound V, you know, brings them back, just yeah. not them. So it freaks Huey out, and then the rest of G Wiz come popping in. Then the G-Men come popping in, and it's just like, all right, well, let's take her back to her room, I guess. She just wanders, and that's problematic. But Huey about fucking blows his cover. Just, yeah. The like, way he's the way he's talking, like, I just came in to take a piss. Uh, the mirror was already like that. I don't, I just, I was fixing it. No, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, and then, then he talks about, I know about the resurrection stuff, and... Um, I, I believe Godolkin, he doesn't, it doesn't register right away. But he's still like, oh. He starts to be huh. a little suspicious. Um, yeah, and here he is even like, why do you, why do you keep her? Like, especially like that. And, and Godolkin's like, you know, because she's my little girl. They all are my kids. Like, all of them. I, I, they're all my children. And it's just like, huh, okay. That's funny. Um, we do get the scene where a paraplegic is calling out to Monkey. Yeah. Um, and, and, and in between that, we have the scene where Huey walks in on the G-Wiz jacking off each other. So we already talked about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Monkey is trying to get it up for because he's got a thing for paraplegics. Yeah. And, and <laughs> the, the lady of the night is just like, yeah, I don't. The what, Joey? You heard me. The what? You heard me. The prostitute. I, I misspoke earlier when I called her a hooker because she's the lady of the night. Um, I'm pretty sure we see her during the day later on. Actually, I don't think we do. I think we do. No, I don't think we do. I'm pretty sure we do. Not in this issue, but... Uh... Oh. Again, I don't remember anything past this. No, that's fair. But she is sitting there, bored, because Monkey can't get it up. And she's like, all right, well, whatever, you're gross. No, what she says, oh, this is pathetic. Yeah. Uh, you're kind of like, gross anyways. Tell your friend he can have a refund if he can find me. Yeah, so she gets up. And you can up, keep she's... the chair, and she gets out of the wheelchair and walks away. And Monkey's just like, what? Wait, what's refund going on? Refund my friend. And as he gets back into his apartment, I'm assuming that's his apartment. Yeah, I would um, assume so. The tower to his computer is gone because Butcher got in there and stole it. Which is hilarious, because yeah. it's just the kind of thing Butcher would be a fucking cocksucker to do. 100%. Um, yeah, so we got this next thing is G-Wiz being fucking weird again. They're all showering together. Yep. Well, bathing, ba- bathing together, and then Blochowski's pissing in the water. Again, that's... Whatever. Like, whatever. it's not my kink, but also, you know, like... Um... Huey's basically saying, hey, I've got all the, the bugs set. He's talking to, to Butcher. It's like, I got all the bugs set. Um, and Butcher's like, all right, cool. I think we've got everything we need. Um, you can you can leave. And Huey's like, well, I... I want to try one more day. I think I can... These guys don't seem like the normal uh, superhero assholes. Mm-hmm. You know, they seem like they're actually pretty decent guys. And I think maybe I can, you know... Basically save them. Yeah, keep and, them from turning into the soups that, you know, we know. And Butcher's like, I mean, if that's what you got says, man, okay, fine. We'll You can we'll try it. Give you give you just a little more time. We'll give you another day, I think is what he says, or something like that. Something like that. Um and the you, we see Huey trying to get to a train station to meet up with Annie. And they're gonna have a 
fun romantic day in the woods. They're going to have a fuck in the park. Yeah, basically. Um, and speaking of fucking, uh, Tara's going to fuck a cat that's been keeping uh, Butcher up at night. <laughs> Which is pretty fun. Uh, back at the G Manor, we got G Men having a brunch. And basically, we're giving the backstory of sorts of how all of the G groups, People. I guess you can call them, uh, they're going to be coming in for the memorial service. And how G4, no, not G4. G Style and G Coast or something like that. I think that. so. Are having a feud because of a guy named Too, Too cool. cool that died that both sides think killed him, but I'm pretty sure it was actually the actual G-Men that killed him. So, because the way that they were kind of making out was that they've killed people inside their own before and they've had to do it to, you know, uh, protect, you know. Well, okay, so, I mean, we skipped to the end because, again, this is what it is. Yes, that's exactly what happened. G-Men take out their own. Yeah. When they become problematic... They take out their own. It's what Kincaid did to Nubia. Yep. It's what Kincaid whomever did, did oh, that. <laughs> but what whomever did to Too Cool. Um, there are that's when something happens, they are forced to do that. And I mean that is one of those things where because of the situation, it's it's definitely fucked up. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yep. But yeah, this is just basically getting everything set um, in place. Yeah, this 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 issue, which I think is like issue four, I think whatever it is um, of this story arc, it's really just that it's it's Butcher looking at what is on Monkey's computer, Huey and and uh, Annie having fucking, a, the, park. fucking yeah. the park and having a just a Little fun relationship. Yeah, and then the G groups just being whatever. But we do get this scene with uh, M.M. where he does, he's able to track down Paul. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, so there's a guy, what, Wilcox or something like that? Willem or? Yeah, Wilhelm. Wilhelm. Yeah, like the scream. Oh, okay. Um, but he tracks him down. He's like, oh, yeah, I had a brother, Paul. You know, he's like. Uh, um, he died some time back. Yeah, he, he moved out to Arizona, Arizona and then took that. his own life. Yeah. Um, and then we get the story about how uh, he was watching. Um, his this guy's daughter. Yep, and took her to the ice cream parlor, and he left. He had forgot his change, so he told her, "Hey, just wait Stay just right a second. Here. I'll be right back." He runs back in, and when he comes out, he's gone for a minute, if that. And when he comes back out, she's, she's gone. gone, nowhere to be seen. Yep. Um, and it's it sucks. Like again, you you're starting to put the pieces together of what. The G-Men are. Yes. Oh, we also figured out the actual group of G-Men are a bunch of bigoted fucked sticks, which doesn't yeah. surprise me because what most I, What do I say are. here? Uh, G-Men actually all hate each other. Yeah. But, like, this one's, like, the, the G-Men themselves are talking about G-Style and G-Coast, and they're like, uh, you know, uh, I, here we go with, you know, all this biatch, that motherfucker, this. Uh-huh. I got to get me my whatever on. And... Uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's yeah, it's, it's super it's super, super racist, it's yeah. super terrible, super ter- stereotypical, and they just they just don't care. I mean, and obviously they sort of care about each other, sorta, sorta. I mean, they all actually hate each other too because like the one dude that's gay or the two guys that are gay that are always being made fun of by the uh, yeti and uh, the cop. Yeah. And then, of course, but the cop all, was picking on the minorities. They're, and... Yeah, they're saying it. They're saying racial shit to each other. Like, they just yep. they just don't give a shit. And that's not great. And, you know, 
Frenchie's listening to all this because the bugs are, are working. Uh, the last bit here is Butcher, you know, Terror finally comes back after fucking the cat. Yeah, I, I said uh, um, Terror punches a hole in a cat and Butcher punches a hole in his computer. Yep. Yep, because whatever he saw on there was did Bad not enough. make him happy. Yeah. Um. So the St. Patrick's Day issue. Yep, we get more about Uncle Paul, which and, is I mean, it was what you said yeah. that that then, that whole scene. And we also get to see a picture of Silver Kincaid when she was a kid. Which yep. We obviously, we know it's her because of the silver hair. Well, and and, and uh, MM even asked about that. It's like she got, she got fell off a horse and got scared. Yeah, and, and it just woke up the, the next, next day, day it was just pure white. Um, so and that just reiterates the fact that all right, so this is definitely his daughter. Yep. Um, and that's the Uncle Paul that she was referring to. Yep. And yeah. <clears throat> we got... <laughs> I do love the bar that Butcher goes to. And the uh, the owner. Like these... A couple people... There's like two groups. Uh, uh, couples come walking in. And he's like, No fucking St. Patrick's Day in here. Like, get the fuck out. And they're like, Oh, no Irish. No, and he's like, But it's St. Patrick's Day. I don't give a fuck. No Irish. But, but, but you're Irish. And he sends a hatchet their way and it gets embedded in the wall and the guy's like oh, I'm out okay bye it's pretty great uh, and, and Butcher and him are talking and he uh, at one point he's like what do you say how, how how do you deal with this he's like well I've got pretty good about writing fuck off in the head yeah Um. and I mean I talked about this earlier with, with Huey going out with G-Wiz and them pissing all over each other. Well, well the just one the guy, one dude, yeah, which is again weird. But the entire time, G Wiz is getting drunk off their ass, and Huey keeps asking about Godalkin and G Men, and he's trying to get like a serious conversation. Yeah. Where it's like, I think Randall's like, oh, dude, we're nobody gets drunk right now. Let's yeah, just, we're just, just having a good fun. time. Again, he's trying his best. And, and yeah. almost giving himself away at the same time. Yeah, and he was just like, you know, fuck this, and he leaves. And that this is when Butcher was talking to the dude about the uh, putting fuck off in the head of uh, the Guinness. Yeah, and uh, he was like, that sounds great. One Guinness with fuck off in yep. the head for me. Which I mean, that's pretty amazing. If he could actually do that in real life, that would be impressive. Yeah, have to head down to JK's and see if they can do that. Yeah, well, you can always ask. Um, and we get. Butcher and, and Huey talking, and Butcher basically tells him, like, hey, man, you're you're out. Like, we, we've we gone long enough. Yeah. The, the, like, and, and Huey's like, well, you know, no, he says, yo, you can't go back because he's like, I'm pretty sure that you're going to be done after this anyway. Yeah, because he even, cause he brought up, like, why would you bring up the resurrection to Godalkin? Yeah. Like, you tipped your hand there. Yeah. So you can't go back. And Huey's like, okay, fine. I get uh, he's it. like, I got one more question for you, though. He's like, you know, so we know about Homelander's birth and how... You know, Homelander was actually, you know, not an alien, but, you know, was born right here and, uh-huh. you know, blew up the uh, woman that he was implanted in killing her. And, uh, he, and you know, Butcher's like, so you got to ask him the yeah, question. Because he, he, he goes about a long diatribe and yeah. and Butcher gives him a look. And then and then he was like, no, 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 never mind. You know what? On second thought. Yep. So then we get... Uh, G Coast versus G Style here. Yeah, whatever. This is terrible. It's just stupid. Yep. But I, the the ice guy, he is looking on, and this is when we get the information that one of G Style G Coast 
actually was blabbing to a, a hooker a hooker one time. Yep. And like he got very sentimental and told her everything. And he realized what he did the next day and Vaught had to come in and clean house. Yeah. So the the spat is actually it's it's a spat that was made by not maybe not Vaught, but G Men in general. Yeah. To keep whatever to keep those two at each other's throats so they yeah. wouldn't fuck up anything else. Yep. But this guy, the the ice guy's like, maybe uh you ever think that Kincaid had the right idea taking herself out before everything could yeah. kinda go the shit. It's just like, ugh, that's not really the best thought process there. Hmm. And then we get um, Butcher's uh, um, take on St. Patrick's Day for Americans because it's not about the Irish. It's not about you know St. Patrick's Day. It's about Americans and being able to get drunk and yep. pretend that you're a part of a niche group of you know whatever. Uh, and he's like, it doesn't matter whether it's you know for St. Patrick's Day or whether it's you know this or that or the other or you know my personal favorite where you're one eighteenth Cherokee or yeah. you know it's like you Americans will find any reason. To get drunk for whatever reason. Yeah. So, which he's not wrong. And, and then he's like, you know, but basically he's like, look at that. You know, what is that? That's exactly what uh, uh, St. Patrick's Day is. And he was like, it's just a, a hat filled with sick. Yep. And he's like, exactly. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Huey. <laughs> Terrible. Um, so this, as we continue on, we get Stillwell, the man from Vought. Talking to Godolkin, actually talking to him, and basically saying, like, you are... Well, he hears kids talking in the background, well, and he... yes, but before then, he's basically saying, like, you know, you've... You're getting out of hand, like, you, you're you just having too much going on. Like, the Kincaid thing kind of um, is putting a target on your back for the most part. Things are just going... It tipped the scale, basically. Yeah. It, obviously, you can't control things, because if you can control things, things like this wouldn't be happening. And then he hears the kids. And he's like, hey, didn't I tell I thought that you weren't doing any more... Uh, Pre-whiz. Pre-whiz. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't answer to you, do I? And he's like, well, no, no, you don't. He's like, good, then don't fucking worry about it. And then Godolkin's like, I want her back. Yeah, he's like, I, I want... Referring to yeah. Kincaid. And he's like, yeah, that's not really a good idea. Just, you know... Mourn her and move on. Yeah. And he's like, but I... And, he, and then... The dude hangs up on him. And then Stillwell opens up the file on his desk, which is Bagpiper, and he sees a picture of Huey, pulls up the files from Russia. Jennifer, when, when was this sent up? Oh, about an hour ago, sir, just before lunch. You're fired. Yeah. Because now he knows that G-Men are compromised. Yep. And speaking of, we are at the... Memorial service. Oh, Jeez. this god awful flower thing. Like that looks terrible. Creeps me out. Yeah, it's a it's a rose bouquet, and then it's supposed to be Kincaid's face. Kincaid's face in the middle, and it just looks looks weird. Um, G Wiz is getting high because they can't stand being around the rest of G Men because these G Wiz likes each other, and the rest of G Men hate everybody yeah. for the most part, including themselves and each other. Yep. And, yeah. So it's one of those things where that's going on. Um, who is this? King Helmet of G-Style is going to give a speech, which ultimately turns into a verbal a assault on uh, G-Coast. G-Coast. And which it's just, it's fucking stupid. Like it's, it's terrible. He was using it just to like, you know, make himself look 
cool or whatever, yeah, like trying to make himself it's, look it's important. Stupid. Um, Frenchie gets a hold of Butcher and basically says, "Hey, uh, Huey's there still," and Butcher's like, "What the fuck? Like I told him he was out. Why is he there?" And so Butcher has to go into uh, not panic mode. Um, <laughs> recovery, recovery, mode? yeah. Sort of, and he basically he tells Butch or Frenchie's like the minute he's alone, get, get his him ass out of out. there. Yeah. Uh, uh, we get um, the old guy and uh, Stillwell talking about uh, well, we had to move up our plans for G-Men, and we're gonna have to change it a little bit. Yeah, we and have to go like, now. Hey, you know, do what you got to do. Yep. Legend is finding a password that MM can use to get into Vault America so that he can... Because MM, he knows his shit. He has a different angle. And his angle is actually paying off. Going for Kincaid's family. Yeah. And and going that route. And so he does get a password for him. MM is in there for, I don't know, all of what is a minute. Yeah. And he's like, that's... That's take what I can get. for me to get what I need to get. And he gets a ton of information. We're going to hear that here in a minute. That he does. Uh, as night falls, G-Wiz leaves. And you can definitely tell that there is something going on because... They're all very sedated and yeah. quiet and not all buddy-buddy. And... Um, and so they, they leave the mansion grounds and they pull off Well, they don't actually the... leave the mansion grounds. Well, they leave... They're leaving the... Uh... No, they actually do leave the mansion grounds, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I thought they were still inside the wall. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. I thought they actually left, but um, they pulled off the roads into the woods, and they all got out, and it's like, we know, Huey. We know who you are. We know you're a spy. And he's still trying to talk to them. Like, he's saying, talking to them by their real names. And he's like, I am Buzzcut, or whatever the fuck Randall's name is. Yeah. And he, you know, punches Huey. Punches him really fucking weird, though. Like, yeah, the, like, bent wrist, which, first off, that's, like, terrible. And no power, and, yeah. Yeah, it still breaks Huey's nose, because he's got Compound V running through him, regardless. Yeah. And uh, they're like, you know, know, this is, you know, we have to take you out because, you know, you're compromising this and that and the other. He's like, we don't care what happened to us. We're G-Men, and G-Men always stick together for G-Men. And and Huey's sitting there like, he's like, Like, you guys hate hate them. And they all hate each other. Is that what you guys really want to be is just a bunch of hateful people that, you know, go around and they're like, well, yeah, but, you know, this is what we're supposed to be, and the money's good, and we don't have to worry about anything for our lives. And Huey's like, yeah, but you could be better people. And they're just like, well, you know. We gotta do what we gotta do. Lachowski, like, pukes up, throws some vomit. It hits the car, because Huey was able to dodge. He's like, look, look, you guys just have to listen to me. Oh, no. And he's like, guys, I am so fucking sorry. And they're like, well, you should be sorry. Or you should have thought about that before you fucked us. He's like, no, no, no. That's not what I mean. And behind him is Frenchie and the female. And the next page is everybody dead except for uh, Jamal, which is part of the group. Because he's, no... Jamal's still alive. He's on the tree. There's another guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Pinwheel. Uh, Pinwheel, yeah. Uh, he is running away, and female, who's Throws got... Throws a head at I him. I think that's Pachowski's head. <laughs> it looks like it, yeah. I think, yeah. And um, throws it at his head, and Explodes basically knocks him. his head off. Yeah. Um, yeah basically, and But before Pinwheel died, he... 
sent a uh, telepathic message to one of the G men. I can't the the gay one. Yeah, I don't remember what his name is. I don't. It doesn't matter. Um, but sends a thing to him. It's like, hey, where is where is G Wiz? What's going on? Like his the telepathic message got cut off. He's like, so he's pretty quick. He is either in a coma or he's dead or something yeah. like that. Um, but we find out from um, Jamal here, uh, which um, this would be a good time to uh, reinstate our um, trigger warning. Yep. And uh, uh, we basically find out that um, Godokin, Godokin, uh, and some so of the he, other... he kidnaps kids. Yeah, when they're five or six years old, when they're super well, young. Well, kidnaps. I, we gotta use air quotes there because he actually bribed Jamal he, with. He one hundred percent kidnapped. He's still kidnapped, but he bribed him with all these. That's still kidnapping. stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Like Look, that van outside was really had. I sent you that that thing, right? Oh, with like, a, he's got a Kit in there or Reese's in there. Oh, I'm still in that van. No, that's why I'm not like I you mean, outside. No, yeah, no, I'm not in that van. No, no. Yeah. Now he has two Reese's. Two Reese's. I love the Reese's. No, but like <laughs> I do love that was pretty funny. But no, yeah, it, it is kidnapping. Yes, one hundred percent. Like, and uh, that's not the worst thing that he. That's does. not the worst thing because um, after some time, when the kids are starting to be like, "All right, cool, the the fun has worn off. Can I go home?" Godalk is like, "No, you are home now. Yeah, I'm I'm your dad now, yep. and you're gonna stay here." And that's still not the worst thing he does nope. to him because uh, we find out that um they do some really bad things that you shouldn't do to kids. Um, um he he molests them. Yeah. And we, it starts we out with out, just him, and then eventually it's We find everybody. out that all of the G-Men end up getting into it, or some of them. They don't say all of them, but they say most of them end up joining at some point in yeah. time or another. So it is uh, terrible. Basically, and Jamal even says it, is like, I feel like I'm never, I'm always going to be six years old. Which explains G-Wiz's attitude and their, basically how they acted anytime. Yeah. Why they tried to stick together as much as possible? Why yep. they do everything together, whether it's weird or not? Why? Yep. Because it's just you know, it's 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 trigger trauma trigger response. You know, like yeah, it's terrible. It's fucking it's fucking ridiculous. It's fucking sick. Um, we do before we get that full explanation, we get a page here with the uh, the one older gentleman. Um, he is looking at some files. The first one is. A letter from Godolkin basically saying in like the eighties, like, hey, I've got this team all set, ready to go. It could it could actually give you guys a ton of money. He's referring to the G Men um, at a younger age, obviously. And could we do something with this? Is this possible? And ultimately it does pan out, obviously, because yeah. G Men become a thing. And then he's looking at more reports from I think five years later. And um, this is where Mr. Edgar is talking about how, you know, the G-Men have got another team coming, G-Force, and oh, talking about the second team with two more ready to go, um, and how it's just it's making money on top of money, like it's it's actually paying off dividends, and it's it's still going great for us. But then he starts talking, um, Mr. Newman, whoever that is, starts talking about how what's going on with the other project. And Edgar is basically saying, hey, uh, well, we've made some progress. And my assumption is this is Homelander. Yeah, I would assume so also. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. Well, no, because uh, before this they said that they could make more money than even the Seven. Unless Homelander the wasn't originally seven, part no, of the Seven. He was originally part That's of the Seven. That's what I thought. 
Well, then I don't know what this project is then. Maybe it's... Uh, this could be Black Noir. I don't think Black Noir showed up right away. Correct. I think that that could be it because I mean, of what we know about Black Noir. Exactly. So maybe it is. I don't know. It could be. But regardless. Um, so, yeah, we get the scenes with that. We do get Jamal confirming that, you know, we take out... What does it say here? This, uh, he says, by now you know what being in GMN is all about. You know you ain't going to be... A superhero, or maybe it's just you know what being one really means, but you sure as fuck know what you got, and you know what you'll do to protect it. And then we see a picture of Kincaid killing, killing Nubia, killing yeah. Nubia, and then this is where Butcher confirms. So the point of the G Men's to kill other G Men. Just like okay, that's that's not great. Um, and this is when Butcher or uh, Mother's Milk walks in. And he's like, yeah, so I know the hospital, the adoption agency that you said was part of your file. That's not real. Because I looked at yours. I looked at literally all of the G-Men, Silver Cacade, Groundhawk, whatever. But I got so far until I got out. Like I got locked out of everything. And none of it's real. It's all fake. And this was like, yeah, he, he kidnaps us. Yeah. Um... And as they're still trying to get more information out of Jamal, the teleporter, I don't know what his name is. Um, doesn't matter. Generic um, Nightcrawler. <laughs> Actually, uh, I guess it should be a generic as Hazel, but because he's red. They, <laughs> nice. Uh, he pops in, smashes Jamal's head, kills him, and then Punches pops back Punches his out. fist through his mouth and then disappears again. Yeah. Uh, and then we see them all in front of G-Mansion. And the cop-looking guy Five yells out, like, there isn't one of us that said no. Basically saying, yeah, we're all, we may hate each other, but we're all behind Godolkin, and we love him, and fuck off. And this is where Huey grows some balls. Right? Like, he is so angry, he's like, well, he's like, let's give him a fucking spanking then. Uh-huh. And he just starts to like fucking march up there. He's going to fucking take on all the G men by himself. He goes, and he doesn't even give a fuck. I, right. And then, and then MM just kind of like, yep. I'm MM goes Frenchy and, and female walk behind him and butcher. And then is butcher's like, like, you know what? I guess this is the way we're going to die is, you know, uh, or he says worse ways to go than slaughtering the likes of these twats. Yeah. And as they are, uh, making their way to, uh, basically have this fucking standoff with the G men, yep. Um, Five against ninety, practically. Yeah, uh, more than that, because they said there's a hundred and something. No, of them. they said there was like eighty of them. Oh, was it oh. eighty some? But okay, so maybe it's okay. Five against eighty, whatever. Yeah, regardless, there's a shit ton. And My money still would have probably been on the boys, to be honest with you. I mean, fuck, they took out teenage kicks like they were nothing. But those were, you know, six people that were you know, true, true. But I definitely guarantee I mean, he these would definitely guys die. Oh, probably. <laughs> he is not a fighter. Uh, I, I could see the female, you know... Uh, female and Frenchie would take out probably about... Half of them, Half of them, just themselves. Yeah. Mother's Milk would take out probably about 10. Butcher could take out 20. Hugh um, might take out at least 6 like or two. 7 before he... Yeah. I, th- I think he'd take more than He's pretty pissed off. He is pretty pissed and off. And he, uh, you know, we've already seen him punch a hole through somebody's gut and pull a uh, hamster out of it, so... True. <laughs> uh, and then he also snapped that guy's neck again. Yeah. So we know he's a murderer, but... Oh. Twice up, well... Does it, it count the second time? That, that's it's a double good jeopardy, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyways, um, as they are getting ready to have this face off, uh, 
the uh, man from Vaught and uh, Stillwell and uh, a bunch of helicopters show up. Yep. And hey, you remember those flamethrowers and rocket launchers and guns that we saw earlier? Well, uh, they don't remember them because they're dead and they can't remember anything. Yeah. Like Vaught? they 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 don't just kill them. After they brutally shoot through them, use rocket launchers to take out the flying guys. Yep. Like, they, they demolish everybody. Then they go back through and use the flamethrowers to basically destroy everything that ever was there. Like, yeah. to where there's nothing left of the G-Force. G-Men, G-Style. G, G, all of them. Yeah, G-Wiz. Stillwell walks up to Butcher, who has got a bit of a shocked face look on his face. And is like, uh, just so you know, we clean up our own mess. And then walks off. It's just like, and it oh, made Butcher fuck. so hot. He was like, "Fuck me!" No, wait. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking Rainer. Never mind. That works too. Um, so this man, this might be the worst. This part epilogue right here. issue, because uh, I forgot about this yep, part. Same. So, like, I we stopped right there, and I almost stopped, and then I flipped the page, and I was like, "Wait a sec, there's one more." Uh... Well, and like, I'm I'm reading it on digital, so I get to the black like a blank page, and I'm like. Oh, this thing better not fucked up. Because it yeah. does have time to time. But what this epilogue starts out with Stillwell cleaning out G-Wiz's frat Apartment. house. Yeah. Um, frat house, but yeah. it's also broken up with Pre-Wiz in a dark room. Basically talking like, hey, we're we're scared. The, the, the Catomite, yeah. I think his name is. Um, is trying to basically. Hey, don't worry, guys. We're tough. We're you know we're gonna be G-men one day, and yeah. we uh, get out of here. We gotta help uh, you know uh, Mr. Godalkin, and you know so like we gotta be brave for him and, and all this stuff. And then we got um, Stillwell, who's just like, oh yeah, we got they're taken care of. It's it's all taken care of. I think they're over Iceland right now. And it's like what's what? And then and the, then we get them on a in a fucking cargo uh, container being dropped out of the back of a plane. Yep, with no parachute, nope. with nothing on it. Like they, they just they killed ten up kids, murdered those kids. Yep, could have absolutely rehabbed those kids. I think but so. It's cheaper to just you know start over. We can always have more kids. Yep. You know? And I think Stillwell was talking like, yeah, we're wiped. They're all gone. We, Completely the, wiping everything out. The the reports will say that they. Got attacked by somebody from out of out of the on universe or, or another planet, like so they'll be gone. In like a month or two, we're gonna have to do some damage report because it'll be weird why they haven't returned. But we'll worry about that later. And he said something about getting replacements, uh, lookalikes. Uh, to but that could only go so far. He said. Yeah, and he's like, but then we'll just you know need to axe them all together. Yeah. So, so it's whew. Um, Butcher was talking to Huey. He's like, man, you you fucked up. Like, you should have gotten out when you got out. Like, you should not have gone back. You about killed us all. Uh, and and Huey's like, I I get it. I, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, Frenchie is trying to convince the female not to... Go kill things again. Yeah, because she's got the need. The need for a kill, I guess. Um, and he, I mean... He lets her go because that's just what she yeah. needs. And the amusement park. Yeah. Uh, M.M. Well, goes back to um, uh, Cranbrook and... Wilhelm. Wilhelm to talk Wilhelm to... And, yeah, tells him basically that, you know, his it's his daughter that's passed away. He's like, you know, I'd want somebody to tell me so I didn't have to think about it. Correct. And it's been so long that even even if... Hell, like if... If my daughter disappeared, I would still want to have closure. Yeah, I'd I don't still care how what long happened. It's been. He's like, well, he's like, my daughter did disappear on me once. Her mom stole her, and you know, 
I, you know, if I wouldn't have known. Oh, yeah, for mother, for MM, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he's like, and I would have wanted to know, you know, he's like, I wanted to know, I would have wanted to know, I would have wanted to know what happened to her. He's like, so I've got this. Yeah. Um, and then we finally get figure out what was on the monkey's computer because Butcher goes to talk to him. Um, Which is a nice way of putting it. Yeah, well, we find out that Rainer had been talking to Kincaid. Kincaid was actually Rainer's person on the inside, yep. uh, giving her all this information about G, uh, the G-Men. The G-Men in and, total, yeah, all of them. And uh, that uh, you know she basically sent them in there uh, knowing that they were going to be putting Huey in danger mm-hmm. and not caring because yep. she was just trying to, you know, cover her own ass, basically. Well, to and get, sort of yeah. have something on one up on butcher like yeah. butcher had the seven because there's somebody there yeah. uh and with all the information that they have she wanted to have control of like this little section without butcher knowing and did a very terrible job because monkey uh apparently is stupid i mean yeah but um we, uh, we get um still all talking with homelander about what happened and about butcher's people being involved and uh, he ultimately says like Hey, um, you, the seven, cannot go against the boys. But that doesn't mean that we can't send other people against Correct. them. And that is kind of... Homelander kind of likes that. He's like, huh. He, but he's, at the same time, he's like, but you know, I'd also like to know when these kind of things are happening. I feel like I should be involved in when this kind of stuff happens. You're knowing now. Yeah. I'm talking... I came here to talk to you and not the other way around, right? Yep. And then we get another Huey and uh, Annie heart-to-heart sort of thing. Yeah, he's talking about how he says to Annie, he's like, have you ever seen somebody killed in front of you? Um, because obviously everything with the G-Men kind of fucked him up. And she is thinking he's talking about uh, his girlfriend, which I can never remember her name. She's dead now. Doesn't matter. Damn. Um, and she's like, yeah, I, I haven't, but it's, I, I know it's not great. And he's like, yeah, I just don't, I can't. Well, like he he's not doing well with all of it. But the uh, the final thing here is is butcher fucking Rainer, and basically saying like, hey, um, so I know about Kincaid, uh-huh. and uh, just so you know, and this is Wally's plowing her. Just so you know, uh, you ever do that again, I will come to your house, murder your husband, murder your kids right in front of you, and then I'm gonna murder you. Yeah. Who? And then he finishes in her butt. Well, probably. He also has a really creepy smile as he's saying it, knowing full well he would do that. Well, that and uh, what a rodeo fuck is is where you know you say something bad to him, then you try to hold on to them for at least eight. Oh, seconds. is that okay? Yeah. But anyways, sorry, I don't know the sexual terminologies like you do. Yeah, you poor sheltered child. Whatever. It, it was that cr- good Christian upbringing you had. <laughs> I, mean, I can't say you're wrong. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it, if you guys have not read The Boys, you should. Yeah, and. Just one, be prepared to be, this, everything's uh, fucked disturbed. up. Disturbed, yeah. yeah. It's very, they're very disturbing. They're good stories, but they're, there are really, if we're being honest, no heroes in oh, these no. books. Oh, no, fuck like, no. Everybody is a piece of shit in some way or another. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are 100% correct, and maybe that's why I like it. It could be. I mean, I'm, it I'm, makes them more realistic, I guess. Well, and it's, it's, you know, I've had so long reading superhero comics. And superhero comics are great. I, re- I, 
I mean, I still read them, so I do like yeah. them. Well, and I think we touched base on this the last time we were talking about the boys, where the reason why our superheroes are actually good is because they have real-life trauma that caused them to use yes. their powers for good, whereas these motherfuckers are just like, oh, look, I'm souped up on V! Yeah. And then yeah, and I can be a hero because that's just what... I can be a hero where I get money be. and you know get to have drugs and fuck everything I want to, and yep. there's no responsibility, no repercussions. So it, and because if you even look at it, the boys who are supposed to be the heroes in this, uh, have all had something traumatic happen to them in the past, as we will eventually find out. That's true. We don't know Frenchie and female, right? We Do we sort get something? No. We get some things from them. We get well. We get what Frenchie made up for female, whether it's true or not. Oh yeah, that's right. And then we get Frenchie's story about him going back after the war. Uh. I'm trying to remember. Going back to his hometown. We and do his, get a comic his, with that, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, Again, it's been forever since I've seen it. I'm to mark this out because it's a kind of a big spoiler alert. But where he's <laughs> fighting against the town bully that had Oh my god, dude, that would be even funnier. <laughs> so then Frenchie, me, 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 and then Fred, me, me, me. <laughs> okay, cool. I like it. Um, yeah, it's all out there. Um, you can get them for free over on Hoopla. But honestly, I need to buy the omnibuses because yeah, uh, they're awesome. They're good to have. It'd be good to have on the shelf. Um, so, yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, where can they find you at? Uh, good at this game at you know uh, Instagram and TikTok and other places and I think on Twitter it's good at this game with an R at the end because somebody had already stole my fucking name. Yeah, well. Oh Twi- wait, when, when does this anyway. come out? Hmm? When does this come out? May. May like early May. Uh, the this one will be the third Friday of May. Oh, so it's after we go to Comic Con. Yeah. Hopefully, we saw some of you guys at Comic Con and uh, you saw us at our panel and enjoyed what you saw and came to listen to the show. Yeah, we have a we. So shout out to all you know six people that are probably in our audience there since this is uh. <laughs> so yeah, if past me talking to future you. Look, if you are listening to us now and you are at our panel, thank you for coming to our panel. Uh, this is directly at you. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, tell them how they can reach us. Uh, well, we are part of the Professional Casual Network, which has shows literally almost every single day. My list is over there. It's over there. Um, we come out every Friday for that on the network, so thank you for that. Um, you, if, if you want to be a part of the Patreon over there, for $3.01, you can be part of the Booker tier, and eventually we'll have some... There's a ton of Patreon content on there anyway. Uh, we might actually eventually have some Patreon content on there. Yeah, we'll see. I, it, it's life's awesome. been busy. Yeah. Um, but you guys can find us on uh, Twitter at Comic Rundown, on Instagram at Comic Book Rundown. You can email us comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice, or you can even rate us on send a message through Twitter or Instagram. Uh, we'll read it on, on upcoming episode. Uh, our music was done by Joe, formerly of Rick Podcast, Podcast and formerly of One Half of the Sex Turtles. And we have merch over on Rebel and T Public. So, that being said, thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.
Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolfwarp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder second edition actual play. And on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network, we've got, wait, did I roll a wild, our Marvel Crisis Protocol povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.